Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up, everybody? My name is Kyle Matovic. I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast, where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Really high vibing. Oh man, I can tell it's already gonna be a good show. This is in Liberty and Health, episode number 63. I got the mighty Adam Kokesh with me. Uh, this would have been one of the last things I foresaw myself doing starting this podcast. See, he's already flexing on me. I I, I can't with this fucking dude. I've never been introduced <laughs> as the mighty, but yeah, it's the beard. It's the beard. Yeah, you know, I had a beard a couple months ago. So uh yeah, you definitely feel a little bit manlier when you got a couple inches of hair sticking off your face. <laughs> this is my first time, man. You know what? I really? I feel real, like I, I when I think about my beard right now, and it's it's it, like I've been I've been literally on a chainsaw for the last uh eight and a half hours plus nonstop. Like I stopped to smoke a bowl and I stopped to like, look at my work and I stopped to uh, don't start my truck. Cause I left the, the, the big bar light on. Cause I'm, I was clumsy getting out of this morning. My awesome girlfriend, GI Mary Jane came and jumpstarted my truck and I smoked another bowl with her. But other than that, I've been working for eight and a half hours straight, uh, smoking pot, uh, trimming trees. Uh, I took a tap of LSD this morning. And all that's fun, and it, but but uh, part of the point of that is it it's uh, brought to you by one meal a day vegan dieting, and I fucking love it, and I have more energy and strength than ever before. I we I don't know if you want to like we're to throw down and start throwing down numbers. You want to jump into that? We can we can do that too. You're talking about you did. <laughs> We both had leg day yesterday. No, what mine was today. Yesterday was my, uh, oh, I worked out at home. But yeah, we, we go, you don't know, fuck it. We'll wait, start with the wait, numbers. Wait. You go put ahead. leg day off un- until Tuesday? Tuesday. No, no, no. Tuesday. <laughs> so, so my training split right now, right? I covered this in uh, episode um, number 49, where I cover a protein, muscle building, and training. And um, my current split, I work out um, Sunday to Friday, right? So Sunday's my push day. So I do, you know, chest, shoulders, and triceps. Um, Monday, I do all the pulling motions. So, you know, your deadlifts, your back, your biceps, yep, yep. and uh, the tra- or, uh, yeah, trapezius as well. And then, pulling, yeah. Right. And then today is my leg day. So, you know, your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes, your calves. I know what legs are, Kyle. No, well, just in case nobody, <laughs> nobody else may be that informed. I hope by this time now, you know, episode number 63 of this podcast, people are well enough informed. I've had Mike Isratel, 
um, Phil Ovedia, a lot of health guys on. So hopefully people, if they're tuning in, they at least know what the fuck that is. So um, kind of like my last set was uh, 265 pounds for uh, eight reps. And this was after working on cars all day as in, you know, lifting 80 pound wheels and tires, rotating them, working on an engine and yeah, really fucking getting into it. And every single last set that I do for each body part, I go to absolute fatigue is then I drop the weight until I literally cannot do anymore. So uh, I, I got, I got you beat. I did legs yesterday uh-huh. and I, my top set was 275. Mm-hmm. So, you know, two plates and 25s on either side. For only six reps, ass to grass. That's the only way I do squats. Uh-huh. And that's, that's what, a third harder? Well, than, so yeah, I had squats. <laughs> no, I do, I do full, like, actually mechanical bottom-out ass to grass squats. And yesterday, and, and here's the crazy thing, is that over the last four months, I have been getting, uh, I have, I've been almost perfectly strict uh, for veganism. And, and, and very close with, with one meal a day. A cheat day for me is like, oh, I had a banana and peanut butter for lunch. <laughs> you know, like, and then I have my big salad or veggie stir fry in the evening. Uh, but the last three weeks, uh, I've just been doing manual labor. I haven't even been lifting. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid manual labor. But even without lifting, I've gained muscle mass and I've actually gained strength. That lift, I, I remember the number because when I, the last time I did legs about a month ago, um, I, I did that, I did that same weight for, for only four reps. So I went from four to six with a month off from lifting, eating one vegan meal a day and doing manual labor, which conventional with conventional wisdom would tell you was going to be somewhat catabolic, especially the way that I'm doing it. I'm literally doing like eight, nine hours a day fucking intense manual labor on a and, and to me like again you know do i do i do a 23 hour fast every day okay some days i let myself pig out and it takes me two hours to get through my epic feast of a daily meal that i get to do every night mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's that's what i've been doing and i'm i um if you want to get into specifics you want to ask like how i pull this off i take it i take a ton of supplements um we'll talk we can talk about that um, I, 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 I documented all this, you know, um, I've done, uh, steroids. And when I was in the Marine Corps and right after, when I got out, I did a, a couple cycles of sustenon and I've done, uh, I've done two periods of testosterone replacement therapy over the last few years. Uh, but I'm not on it now. And I have nearly as much muscle. I have more muscle mass than I did on testosterone. I have almost as much as when I was on Sustanon with this regimen. I have, I have, I have from my, and, and even over the last four months going to strictly vegan, I, and going to vegan one meal a day, I was like, oh man, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a fucking cutting diet. And I'm like, well, if I, if I only eat within a two hour window and my main meal is like my big healthy salad or stir fry, oh, I can eat bread and spread and like peanut butter and pile on fruit and shit like that. And, and as a result, I have maintained body fat about 9% and I've actually gained muscle mass over the last, uh, over the last four months. And it's, it's been, it's been a crazy journey. It's, it's mind boggling, even to me that, that I have gained muscle, uh, 
uh, specifically. Yeah, well, I was also I was in jail. I was oh during the last four months. Oh, by the way, I was in jail for mushrooms in Colorado for twelve days. Uh, I made them feed me vegan, but I couldn't do one meal a day, and it wasn't very healthy. It was jail shit food. Actually, I got to give give a shout out to the two ladies who work at the Swatch County Jail. Uh, who do a great job on a shit budget to feed inmates best they can. And they, they fed me as they, they really, they really did a good job uh, with what they could giving me a, a decent vegan diet. I gained weight eating vegan in jail, working out. It was uh, maybe two or three pounds of fat and three or four pounds of, you know, uh, muscle water over the whole times there uh, over 12 days. Cause I didn't have to add, like I, I generally avoid starches and grains. And in jail, because I didn't have that choice. A peanut butter, like, by the way, if you eat peanut butter, get the not sugar added, because holy fucking shit. It's, every mainstream brand of, of peanut butter is full of sugar or corn syrup or some other gross sweetener substitute. It's really disgusting. But anyway, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. I just turned 40 years old, and I, I can say when I was on Sustanon and, and playing rugby, and like fucking just slaughtering myself crazy in the gym and doing, doing the rugby workouts. I was in a bit better cardio shape and I was, I was a bit strong because I was focused on that, but I'm actually, I'm in the best looking shape of my life right now at, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, five, 10, five, 11 on a good day. Um, uh, to you really like pretty honestly, five, ten and a half. Um, and I am right now about 214, 269 percent body fat, uh, give or take. And I, I'm, I'm, I, my numbers on the scale. I didn't last time I was on the scale. I was 214. It was a few days ago. Uh, you know, dry weight, morning weight, and um, you know, I do my body fat more by look. I've measured enough over the years. When when my bicep veins show without me flexing, that's nine percent. When I get the extra lines in my abs, that's seven percent. Um, and, and most of my life I've cruised around like 11 to 13%. Honestly, it's kind of like I was bulking for 22 years and, and then just decided to cut and was like, holy shit, this is actually a lot easier than I thought. And it's, it's fun. And, and, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how, how much more detail do you want to get? Well, okay. So yeah, there's a lot of general, there. how personal, I don't know. I have no idea like what your intent. I know you want to debate. No, know, it's not even a debate. Level. Just, yeah. Well, maybe a little bit, but um, just have a little bit of a, a friendly, mutual exploration of different perspectives. At oh, least, absolutely. On nutrition. Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that was kind of my goal with this, because like I said, I'm not the kind of guy to go hot fire, you know, ripping people's heads off. That's just not my freaking style. Um, I was carnivore for about two years, but um, I guess before we talk about that, um, why veganism? Because I, I, I understand there's a lot of, you may not like that I say this, but propaganda surrounding veganism. And there's a lot oh, of, no. big, therefore it must be wrong. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. Um, I understand the ethical reasons to go vegan. There's, there's a, there's a, go a, let me, let me get this. Let me concede this point from the sure. get go out of the way. Is that there, 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 there are two real, well, First, for me to answer your question, two reasons sure. or two categories of reasons, health and moral. Uh, we get get into that however much you want. Um, but to, to sort of concede the point on a lot of the bullshit and propaganda around veganism, there is because there is such a powerful moral aspect. It's very similar to libertarianism versus statism. 
and, and you know we're, we're saying that are, are we saying that you're wrong for being a status like yeah yeah we're, mm-hmm. we're yeah it's it's an active and if you're if what you're advocating is a coercive form of statism where you are initiating force against peaceful people as libertarians we're saying yes that is ethically wrong and it triggers status and even more intrinsically genetically in so many ways that the paradigm of meat eating is ingrained in us so that when you when you present a more moral paradigm it triggers a lot of people and it raises a lot of issues and a lot of people on the side of veganism are are fucking children like uh, most american adults are are in in our generation as millennials mm-hmm. uh very much in a state of arrested development uh the, the tv show of which name you know gives gives great examination of the subject uh but in the sense that, that, that there are a lot of vegans who are there because they are vegan because they are broken people and they are looking for something that it conveniently makes them feel better or gives them an excuse to virtue signal. Oh yeah, that's fucking out there. And it's pathetic. And, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't represent, uh, you know, most people of a liberal status, moralizing virtue signaling, signaling, uh, you know, brand of veganism. I come from a, a very strictly, you know, rational uh, perspective. And, and uh, I think you're very practical. Mm-hmm. So, Get into a little bit of your thoughts surrounding the moral aspect of it. So um, just to give you a little bit of my perspective, um, no matter what, when it comes to our food consumption, something's going to have to die no matter what, right? So when when we harvest grains, legumes, nuts, whatever, any kind of plant matter, um, you're just killing smaller animals. And to some degree, you're actually killing more smaller animals than you are larger animals. So if you look at a cow, um, I, I eat more meat than the average person, but a cow could still probably last me maybe six months to eight months. Um, on a vegan diet, in order to crop these fields, you actually destroy the soil versus regenerative agriculture where you grass, you know, you feed cows grass their entire lives and you right their proper diet. Um, they can actually sequester carbon back into the soil. So um, you kill one cow versus killing lots of small voles, mouses, insects, birds, um, a lot of smaller animals to rototill and crop these fields and destroy the soil versus you kill one cow and that actually sequesters carbon into the soil and that one cow can supply you for a lot longer. Kyle, you can stop, dude. Point made, a lot of meat advocates make this as like their big gotcha against veganism i'm not trying to make it a gotcha i'm just i just wanted your perspective no sure as 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 if we are bringing some new absolutist that absolute standard that condemns all behavior that doesn't conform to our exact way of living and that's at least for me absolutely not true and if someone is genuinely taking a compassionate approach to animals as they seek animal sustenance I respect that on a continuum of compassion and a continuum of conscious living, just like I would for statism and human relations, as, as, okay. as even as libertarians who, who subscribe prescribe to the, the non-aggression principle, we have to admit there's a lot of subjective interpretation where sure. libertarians who come to libertarianism and, and cling to it because it's it's a simple moral philosophy that answers all the questions and it, is, it makes you sound smart apart. No, stop for a second. I can prove 
that, you know, beyond physical self-ownership, property is subjective. Even mm -hmm. believing in the Lockean concept of mixing labor with natural resources, blah, blah, blah. I put up a fence around 10 acres here. Government mm -hmm. said I own the plot. So I got government permission first. But I genuinely consider that I own this land because I have put a fence around it. It's 10 acres. I am grooming the trees. I have put in a you know, fence, driveways, it's, et cetera, et cetera. I, connect, I built a road. By the way, if, if we will build the roads. <laughs> this guy, yeah, I said it's called Ma Road. Um, and, and we do. Oh, my road. God. And I built a road because my property didn't connect, connect any existing roads when I bought. Anyway. Uh -huh. I, I'll bring it back to veganism. I swear to God. Yeah. No, no, you're uh, good. I Go put ahead. up a fence around a million acres and said, I own a million acres. Well, that would make me an asshole, right? That would make right. me like, I don't know, government. Well, especially um, if you didn't homestead it. Right, right. But so um, when I can say like I have legitimate you know, claim to that, I have to recognize, well, how much labor did I mix with how much resources? And, and ownership outside of your body comes down to a matter of social consent and consensus, what other people will respect and what you can defend in your exercise of control, which defines mm -hmm. ownership and thus property, right? right? So bringing it back to veganism and, and, and your point about, uh, you know, if you raise a grass-fed cow, wouldn't that be better in terms of minimizing human or, or animal suffering? Humans mm -hmm. are animals too, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I respect people who say, you know what? Factory farms are cruel and disgusting and unhealthy because hormones and antibiotics. Okay, and, I agree with that part, just so we're clear. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to hunt my own meat or I'm going to raise my own meat and I'm going to raise it humanely and I'm going to kill it humanely. I have so much more respect for people like that than mm -hmm. vegans who do it for virtue signaling. So in that sense, to me, so backing up then to answer your question with what my core principle is here, mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I really like the vegan society definition, which I'm going to butcher, but more or less is yeah. uh, a, a practical approach to consumption that minimizes our contribution to the suffering and exploitation of animals. So it has to be practical. Like I say out here, my, my, I can eat <laughs> vegan because I have access to vitamins and supplements and a farmer's market and a variety of, of you know, modern conveniences that allow me to get avocados despite Mexican gang wars. And I can you know, have my goal to be gardening and greenhousing and, and, and having all of that here. Um, and it, but, but my survival plan, like if shit really is the fan, uh, I will hunt and trap rabbit to survive. Like, yeah, if it's kill or be killed, I will fucking kill. Like, I, right. and you know what though? I here's the thing, and this is this is one of those hard things for libertarians to, to really accept about the logic of this is that you would extend it the same way to people too. When we ask libertarians, how what qualifies you for the non-aggression principle? Am I? I don't want to sidebar on this because you. I know you and me could do that question for an hour right but you know the, none of the, the the answers to that question really satisfied to me a separation between humans and other animals okay. you know if, if if and and i believe i'm not i'm not trying to create some absurd standard i believe in custodianship you know we have to apply this to difficult situations with humans too what do you do to a guy who's on a ventilator in a vegetative state how do we how do we legally address the rights of children? 
I believe that we can be responsible custodians to the point of even making life and death decisions for other life forms while recognizing the self-ownership of every living thing with an independent will. And I seek to maximize my extension of the non-aggression principle and recognition of self-ownership to minimize my contribution to the pain, suffering, exploitation of non-human animals as well as human animals. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't try to project some absolute standard, but for veganism, and, and, and I, I separated this for a long time, but there's, it's like being Jewish. You know, there's, there's and I, by the way, I'm, I'm half German and half Jewish. So I can, I can make, I'm genetically programmed to hate myself. Uh, and I can make jokes about anybody I want because uh, I fucking said so. No, you but, walked uh, yourself it, into the gas chamber. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but, oh, don't get me started on mythologies of World War II. Um, but yeah, oh, that's going to get me roasted, right? <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I, I, like every good self, a Jew, I'm, I'm, I'm self-hating. No, but in the sense that mm -hmm. Judaism or Jew, saying you say I'm Jewish, it can mean ethnicity, it can mean heritage, it can mean community, it can mean religion. Generally, two things, you know, ethnicity, religion, right? right. Clear two different definitions with, with that same word. So veganism, in, in one sense, uh, is, is often misunderstood as consumes no animal products whatsoever. And that's, mm -hmm. that's, that, that is a weird standard. I've held myself to that standard pretty strictly for the last four months, I can say 99 and a half plus percent vegan, right. no animal products in that sense, um, for the last four months. Uh, before that, I was at like 1% maybe, but it's just because like I, I, I've i tightened up my my game with my one meal a day and, and feeding myself well. So anyway, I'm rambling now. I don't want to take you off too many subjects. It's your show. What are we doing next? <laughs> no, man, you're good. Um, Honestly, I really don't disagree with anything that you said <laughs> i mean if you choose if your um definition of least harm and i really do believe you're doing less harm than the normal stereotypical kind of vegan deal um if you believe that's most By the way, i position, don't care nearly as much if you're a vegan as if you're a, or if, if you, i don't i should say put it this way i do not nearly object as much to you being a meat eater as i do to you being a taxpayer stop fucking paying taxes you want to minimize your contribution to the evil uh, of the world? Stop sending your kids to the military. Stop working for government. And if you're the average taxpaying American, you're working for government half the fucking year when you add up all of the fees, fines, and hidden costs of government on top of what they take out of your paycheck. So to me, again, it's really an embrace of the core principle of, of, of love and consciousness and projecting that into the world and respecting other consciousness where we see it. Couple of caveats, and so um, I used to say I won't eat anything with a face, and it's like, yeah, well, then you can eat eggs, and you can eat uh, shellfish like clams and oysters and mollusks, and so I don't have like, and actually, I think you can have eggs ethically, where if your chickens are free range, and there's there's definitely pro a lot of vegans will object to me saying stuff like this, but if if you could, like if there was a if there was if we could breed an animal to just like like a cow. It would walk around and like slough off steaks. I'd be like, yeah, oh, cool. Fucking, you know, I don't have a problem with eating roadkill. I don't have a problem with the consumption of animal products. You mm -hmm. see the ethical distinction there. Right. But for my health, I have found, holy shit, if I'm doing one meal a day, if I'm strictly vegan, that means my body 
is fucking turbocharged from that one meal and I can go 23 hours till the next meal. Like right now, I have not had any calories in my body since uh, since 8 p.m. last night. It's now, what, 5.30 my time? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't feel any, and I've been, I did literally eight and a half hours of manual labor almost straight today. I don't feel any loss of energy. I don't think, I mean, there. I know there are people who do one meal a day, carnivore, successful, and, and I don't mean to demean anybody else's experience, right. but I've actually, while maintaining the same body fat, put on muscle mass while doing this. It's, and, and to me, it just proves the core theories of amino acids and rebuilding into, into complex proteins mm-hmm. and what's more bioavailable. One, I, I should stop and say one of the major inspirations for this for me. Well, first on the ethical side, mm-hmm. vegansidekick.com, these really dumb, gross comics that portray the irrefutable logic. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, just, it's like statism. You know, you have to let liberty logic like sink in and displace one mythology at a time. Animal products and dependency on animal products is so ingrained in so many ways. And it's almost more dear to us because it's sustenance. It's more more dear to our hearts. We have more of an attachment to eating meat than we do to government, you know. And and as as libertarians, we ponder that a lot. Anyway, there's a famous video on YouTube called uh, "Vegan Strongman Eats One Meal a Day." Dr. Noonan Ra, and and uh, hearing his regimen and, and the way that he lays it out, I've uh, based I, I've created my own version uh, of that, really based on. Uh, on, on that 35 minute, I, I watched a 35 minute, 43 second interview. I've watched it three times. I took notes and, mm-hmm. and this is the result. And I, I feel like Dr. Noon Amin Ra, his main motivation was longevity. You just want to live longer, you know, because being alive is better than the alternative, at least as far as any of us know. Right. And he was looking at how do, how do I live healthiest, the longest. And that's, that's what got him to veganism uh, in the first place. But he, he's also uh, very different from me in spirit of discipline because he lives an extremely disciplined life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and um, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I have my principles, but I believe that as we are all inherently creative spirits, there, we all need a, a measured and deliberate element of spontaneity in our lives. And everything, I, like, like I said, I just, you know, my normal lifting routine is three days a week I do pushing, pulling, legs. And I try to get a bunch of other physical activity in around, around the homestead, you know, the other days of the week. Um, but the last three weeks I've had to do, just because of the nature of the work, that's uh, really my excuse. I love trimming my trees. The last three weeks, I was like, talking, I'm not going to lift. I'm just going to do chainsaw work and see what happens. I thought doing vegan one meal a day, doing eight, nine hours manual labor nonstop, I'd lose weight. I've actually gained a little weight over this time. Fucking mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> yeah. You got to make room for doing drugs, too. You got to make room for psychedelics <laughs> and your mental health and expanding your mind mm-hmm. and, and, and putting family first and, and spirituality first and, and really knowing what matters. You, you, even if you have discipline in your life overall in general direction, like I have a very detailed, well thought out health regimen and plan, but I don't beat myself up that I, I only follow it like 90% because it's that other 10% that it, it's almost like the regimen is, is, is for, 
you know, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. Well, you know, the more you work out during the week, you'll, the less you uh, have an upset stomach when you're, you know, choking down mushrooms on the weekend. Yeah. Right, right. Um, geez, there's a lot there. So the one thing I would push on um, when it comes to veganism, and this isn't, I hate saying this because it sounds rude, but, um, and the way I'm going to say it is going to sound rude. Um, factually, the amino acids within meat and animal products are more bioavailable to our bodies, right? So three grams of leucine, and this was borne out in a data done by Dr. Lane Norton. Um, he did a study where he fed rats and they're, they're similar to humans in the ways that they interact and the way that their metabolism is. Um, so he fed rats evenly spaced out meals. Um, some rats got whey protein, some rats got um, protein from like breads and I think rice. And what they found is actually the mice who got the protein from animals actually gained the most amount of muscle. And we can kind of see this in the digestible amino acid scores. If you look at those charts online, um, at the top of the chart is whey protein, which comes from animals. And then the next following three are like red meat. Um, I think eggs is actually number two and um, pork and most other stuff like that is kind of up in the top. And then the lower sections are um, the plant proteins. Um, and I, once again, I'm not saying that there's anything inherently wrong with plant proteins, but the amount of calories- protein. You need, a, you need a complete amino acid profile. But you still need the protein as a whole because the protein has all the amino acids in it, right? So in order to trigger muscle protein synthesis, you need three grams of leucine, which is found in all animal products. Now, uh, and look, if you have vegan protein sources and you supplement with amino acids or you have enough of said vegan protein sources, which you probably are because you eat one meal a day. And I'm guessing that's not like just one small salad. You're probably eating a shitload of food. Um, you probably was, hit well, it, it's actually it's actually not that much. And it's mm -hmm. it, it, it's been blowing my I mean, I, I, I do a cachava, uh, which is a two one. Do you know cachava? No. Do you want me you want, I'll grab the bag. I'll be right. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's supposed to be entertaining. You're the host. Okay, no, Kachaba. Um, and, and I'm not, this is again something as a concept um, I got from, from Dr. Leonam and Raw, and I thought sure. that this brand was a convenient way to satisfy it. I'm not endorsing this as the best or even recommending it, but recommending this genre of products. And sure. this one, I will say this one I'm endorsing in the sense that I, it tastes great and it's fucking working for me right now. Sure. But Kachaba superfood, and it's not hard to get. Uh, a vegan mix like this and this has plant-based protein blend omega efa fiber blend antioxidant super fruit blend adaptogen blend super greens vegetable blend but i i would i would put it to you then like if if there, there are scientific studies that are saying exactly what you're saying why have i gained more muscle mass than any time in my life eating vegan than when I was eating meat, except when I was doing steroids. Like, sure, sure. I've, okay. I've, I've surpassed my natural limit now with, with the vegan diet. And I'm and, not, and not sure. even lifting, not even lifting weights. Sure. So do I need to pose to like back this shit up? <laughs> no, no, I've seen your pictures, dude. You, you do look fantastic. And I'm very, very happy that you're healthy. You're doing well. Um, clearly you have good genetics, right? If you're 214 pounds and you're as lean as you are, and I've seen pictures of you shirtless, flipping the logs and stuff, dude, you do look great. And I'm happy that you're thriving. Um, so, but so you're related to me then. Right, no, no. You, uh, what, you have good genetics. Right. I'm just trying to figure out what's what's best for me. Okay. And so, I would, I would, I would also sure. put it to you this way: 
I have at least proven, and I think plenty of other vegan athletes have proven that if there is a bioavailability advantage to any animal product, it's marginal at best in any kind of functional mm. way. And I would, and, and my experiences yeah. to my personal experience being controlled is as an experiment before sure. and after would suggest the opposite. And I would take the longevity over marginal protein of, of bioavailability gains. I would, I would rather live 10 more years than carry two pounds extra muscle my entire life. Even yeah. if, okay. I, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it is that. Right. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the opposite. I think I think uh, uh, the complete vegan diet that I am on, and and I I'll admit that it's it's not natural. I don't pretend that like, oh yeah, like or I'm that I'm lifetime natural as a lifter. No, of course not. Um, I but I took a I took just as many supplements when I was eating meat. You know, mm. um, I'm not putting more time into it. I'm not lifting harder. If anything, I'm putting less time into it. Sure. And I, by the way, I love that about one meal a day as a strategy. Not not for just all the other benefits, but instead of having to eat multiple times that you get to put all your energy into one epic meal and make it a feast. Yeah. Okay. So I did that at one point too, as well. Um, when I was carnivore and I would have like this giant, you know, Tom Hawk ribeye steak, I'd have shrimp, I'd have eggs, I'd have bacon, you name it. I mean, it was like a, a zoo sitting on my table, but, um, my point is you probably have good genetics, right. And to kind of put this in a little bit more visual terms, um, one three ounce chicken breast has the same amount of protein as five cups of quinoa. And like I said, the reason why it's working for you is because it's a notable diet change, right? You've made a significant change. So could you have gained muscle? Sure. Absolutely. And I, once again, I don't know. I can't Dude, say for sure. I was stuck. Okay. The other thing is when, when I was, when I was doing steroids, let's see. Like, so right now, um, I'm well at my heaviest recently, I was two sixteen nine percent body fat. Mm. At my heaviest on steroids, I was 228 and probably 13 or 14 percent body fat. So carrying six to eight pounds more fat mm -hmm. um, for me to have and, and it, that much muscle, though. And I believe it, it, it's not genetics. I think that that stretched the rubber band of, of muscular development capacity. I'll, I'll take. Yeah. Do you want do you want to put an asterisk on my pictures? Yeah. I benefited from steroids. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's um, nothing wrong with that. In, in order to maintain that level of musculature, by the way, it was fun playing rugby like that, especially with college. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I was, I was, they, I got a few good hits in the first 15 minutes and then I got avoided the rest of the game. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> uh, I had to stuff myself with like four heavy, and I don't want to say gross because I ate well, but it was like a big slab of meat and a big chunk of greens. And I had to do that like four or five times a day. And I had less energy because in order to, and, and I bet a lot of that weight, not only was it water weight, you know, uh, but a lot of it was just food in my guts weight. Like now one meal a day, uh, and especially vegan, I wake up, I have one or two super clean, awesome shits, you know, every day you can shit is a good day. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then, and then I'm like, I'm, I'm on my feet for the rest of the day, right. you know, or, or I'm at my desk or I'm doing interviews, but you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking like, I got all my energy and all my time back, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I, for ethical reasons, you know, I wouldn't, uh, I mean, I guess if we were doing eggs here, I might do an experiment at some point. And go back to like if, if I could source ethical eggs or eat nothing but roadkill, 
you know, I might, I might do the experiment the other uh-huh. way. Um, but you know, I, I don't think for the, even the, the, for the longevity compromise, any of the promises of advantages of, of eating meat are worth it. Um, I, I, I will recommend people to, to those who would bring up the case of Michaela Peterson and, um, and, and her father about their experience. Uh, they go look at, I'll just say, watch vegan gains video. About oh, dude, you're not bringing experience. vegan gains in. Oh, what a he's liar ridiculous. Sam artist that Michaela Peterson is mm-hmm. and how she has actually had to stay on a lot of her medications and pharmaceuticals. And well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not endorsing vegan gains across the board here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. I, but he was influential <laughs> to me. I got to give him a lot of credit. Um, he's a little snarkier than I would be about the topic sometimes. Sure. Uh, I'll give him that, but he's well-researched and well thought out almost all the time. Right. And, and relatively for me. And when he took on, took on Michaela Peterson, just revealed that, that, you know, there was a certain level of dishonesty there. And I think mm-hmm. while you, I, I don't want to deny people's reality and experience with, with carnivore diets, cause I've, I've done it uh, myself actually and had some success with, um, uh, with the, with Atkins, uh, you know, a, a no carb diet. And, and I, I applied it to get down to, uh, yeah, eight or 9% body fat. I actually have pictures like, cause I had a girlfriend who was a model at the time and I was like dieting with her and we went to Hawaii and then we had a photo session together and I didn't look as good as I look now. You know, I got down to eight or 9% maybe, uh, but I'm eight or 9% and like 20 pounds more muscle now than I was then on, on that ketosis diet. So, and, and that was, I don't want to say it was, it was, I've never done, I've never done carnivore, but for me, the ketosis diet was mostly animal products and, you know, minimal greens that, okay. that were like zero, you know, zero carb greens. So the other thing when it comes to doing kind of like one meal a day is that your body will naturally go into ketosis because your body no longer um, right. eventually drank glycogen stores. So you're going to actually be a little bit more depleted. Your muscles will not be as full. And, and once again, don't take that as I'm knocking you because I've done this and I figured out now that I include carbohydrates, I'm a lot more fuller and I feel a lot better and I eat much, much more. Um, so some of that could be because you're losing water weight. Right. And, and look, um, once again, I don't know, I don't have skinfold calipers. I don't know your example. If you're thriving, I will always, you know, support you and say, you should keep kicking ass doing what you're doing. But, um, you know, that's the power- a great attitude. what's that? That's a great attitude. Yeah. That's yeah. the right attitude. <laughs> I try to have that dude. I try, you know, with all the shit we got going on right now, we have to be supportive of each other and especially libertarians or people just seeking to improve their health or, you know, liberty in their lives. I, I support anybody who's doing either one and I want to make the barrier to entry as low as possible. Speaking of other libertarians, the main reason I started talking about veganism is that I've been so censored and shadow banned on social media that talking about libertarianism is super echo chambery for me. So I started talking about veganism just because I wanted to piss off everybody who was listening or at least, you know, 80% 80% of my audience. Yeah, no, you- It's been a lot more fun than Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll never make fun of anybody for going vegan. Um, uh, yeah, you I, No, no, dude, that's not me. I, I think it's, I understand why people do it, but the evidence I've seen and the science I've covered on this show, um, I don't think it's optimal. But once again, if you're kicking ass doing what you're doing, I fully support you. It's I would never tell anybody, you know, hey, stop doing what you're doing. If you're happy and healthy doing it, 
I would just offer my insight, the research I've read and the way I think about things at my personal experience. And, you know, if you could benefit from that, cool. If you disagree and you want to do what you want to do, once again, I support you. Keep kicking ass. And you seem to be doing that. So, you know, you're not going to have me waving my finger at you tell you're doing anything wrong. You know, if you're happy, you're healthy, you look better, you feel better. Who the fuck am I to tell you to change what you're putting in your mouth? That's, you know, that's between you I and the best, I was at the best beard of my life. Clearly. <laughs> it's, full of, it's full of sawdust right now. I remember uh, it's just man glare. No, nah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he looks great, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks good. You got to get a little bit of beard oil, you know, make sure it smells nice, I feels got, nice. I got, I got like dust all over my face, too. <laughs> I mean, uh yeah no, i'm gonna i'm gonna shower tonight before uh before my one meal feast and uh mm. you know getting cozy for the evening nice nice hell yeah um i kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about some of the foreign policy and government stuff that we got going on now because we've had a good back and forth about veganism and like i said i'm not going to be a hot fire debatey about this stuff just because it's just not who i am um so you're wrong and you know it no, I don't think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong at all because once oh, yeah, again, I've, 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 <laughs> you're good. Um, I, I, once again, I was carnivore at one point and I thought that was optimal and I changed my mind because as more and more evidence came out, um, my goals changed as well as that I no longer wanted to be the leanest dude in the world who just ate meat all the time. And I figured that, okay, I'm like starving myself here. Right. I mean, 1800 to 2400 calories a day. Um, my body can't stand on that. That's why on the weekends I would binge. I mean, I would have two cheesecakes. I'd have a ton of ice cream. It was bad, but it, I don't, it was because I just wasn't feast or I wasn't feeding myself enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't deal with that shit anymore. Like I get a little, there's bit a hungry. honeymoon. There's a honeymoon phase initially when dieting, because I went through it too. And then Four months. I've I, been, well, I've been, I've been, I've been working up to this. And the reason I'm comfortable talking about it now is that, Except for my two weeks in jail, where I had to have three scrawny jail vegan meals a day and none of my supplements. Um, and, and I do a fuck ton of supplements. I'm on creatine and glutamine. You know, I mean, those are the big, obvious physique changing ones. Um, but I, I take stuff for my joints. I take um, all sorts of amino acids and essential acids and fatty acids. And uh, except for one that I'm phasing out, all my supplements are vegan. I take spirulina. I could keep going, but whatever. Um, yeah. But know that I've, I've, been, I've been doing what I've meant to do more or less, you know, like, yeah, for the last four months. And I've been working up to that mm-hmm. over the last four years uh, when I went vegan-ish. And I can, I can honestly say by calories, like over, over the last, you know, over the last four months, 99.5 plus percent vegan and i only say that because I, I, I if you're being anal about it you're kind of missing the point you know um but then over the last four years probably like 98 percent, you know so i kind of worked up to it um and it, it but yeah i'm it's it's not a honeymoon period it has been okay but like and i've been i mean i i, I don't know if you care you know, I should give just like my, my sort of athletic history. Like I was, um, you know, every year growing up, you know, three season athlete, um, not always accomplished, whatever, but I was, you know, always, you're still active. 
Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Is, is, are the, do I have any like notable accomplishments really in, in high school sports? Uh, my middle school volleyball team was undefeated my eighth grade year. And I was, yeah, I was a big part of that. <laughs> um, but uh, then I was, I was in the Marine Corps um, from when I, I actually enlisted when I was 17. Um, I, I learned how to lift in high school before that, but wasn't really ever serious or consistent about it uh, until I got to college. I was actually a reservist in the, in the Marines and it was in college playing rugby. I taught myself how to lift. I read uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's The Modern Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding. If you don't know it, it, everybody should have it until they have a sense of it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna lift in any serious way and everybody should. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost a phone book sized book. And it really is that complete encyclopedia. Um, and I played rugby on the Marine Corps team one year. I was recruited as a, as a Marine Reservist. They scouted from my college team. Um, and then I played a little bit in grad school. I've played horse sports. Um, but, but since then, as an adult, I've just been a consistent lifter more than anything else. Um, and then doing, you know, I've, I've compromised the consistency of my lifting in order to do more manual labor here. And again, I thought I'd have to compromise and lose muscle mass in order. Like I've got 10 acres here. I'm building a homestead. I'm, I'm trimming trees. I'm, I'm mixing concrete, I'm, I'm chopping wood, all that shit. And I, I really thought that that would compromise my ability to gain muscle. Well, four years of the last six years I've been here, you know, pretty strictly vegan. And for most of the time I maintained and the stricter I got and gotten to, you know, one meal a day, I, I've, I've actually gotten bigger. But I want to, I want to, I want to um, sort of, before you move on to the foreign policy part of the, uh, tonight's presentation. Uh, the idea, like I said, behind veganism is something that we should take to heart more as human beings who recognize that our, our highest state of consciousness is pure love. And, and how do we project that in our daily decisions and how and what we consume is very, very important. And I don't draw, I, I'm not trying to say, I'm a vegan, you gotta be a vegan, but please, 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 you know, whether it's a, I'm going to kill one gal and fill my freezer, or I'm going to, you know, take one elk, or I'm going to, I'm going to buy local or, or whatever it is. Get the fuck away from modern factory farming. It's fucking disgusting. It is inhumane. It is bad for the, it, it, from, from a capitalist perspective, it, it is a exercise in value destruction, not value creation compared to all of the immediately more conscientious available alternatives for sourcing your food. Uh, I shop for 80% of my, cal well, 60, 70% of my calories, local farmer's market. Another 20%, the nearest Safeway, another 10% stuff I order online, something like that. It's not perfect. I want to be getting it so it's 90% growing shit here and maybe 10% ordering online, you know, the spices and variety and stuff that I, that I, sure. I can't make myself on my own land. But I support anybody taking the steps to live a more principled life, and uh, I and I, and I want to say, Kyle, I, I really uh, endorse your attitude also of celebrating what's working for people, but also sharing things, you know, in that spirit. I think, and, and I as I as I get into this topic now that I feel, hey, I just turned forty and I'm in the best 
I'm, I'm really in the healthiest and best looking shape of my life. I can say that with all honesty. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a certain proof of concept and concepts that have gotten me to this point, but especially over the last four years and the last four months that are kind of the pinnacle of, of my life's fitness achievement. And I want to share that with people. No, dude, that's, that's absolutely beautiful. And um, I would never, ever tell you that, you know, you're wrong or that, you know, you're doing anything that I think you should stop. Once again, if you're kicking ass, you feel the best you've ever felt. I'm absolutely nobody to tell you to do anything different. Um, the only thing I would ever say is, you know, just always kind of check on the other side. And I, the, some of the carnivore people are absolutely ridiculous too. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've had some of those guys on here, Sean Baker. I respect him like that guy a lot, but um, he runs Rivero, which is basically a more meat-based diet approach. And these people have had significant gains in their health as well. And I'm sure you would obviously recognize that. I don't well, think you would have. Like what you said for honeymoon period, I think for a lot of people, it, the reason why it's so hard to tease out a best diet or the best diet for an individual. And I stand by mine as the best for longevity and for health and fitness, not for indulgence. You want to indulge, you have special health conditions, maybe something else, but for a completely healthy person, vegan one meal a day, make it a fucking feast snack. If you're feel if you're, if you're famishing, you absolutely have to during the day. Yeah. That's, I think that is the optimal diet. Um, but uh, short of that, you know, I, I want everybody to, 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 to really be able to see what works for themselves. Right. Yeah. I completely agree as well. Um, like I said, if, um, whatever you're doing diet wise, or, you know, even the Liberty sphere, if that's working for you and you're seeing success, then I support you. Um, there's been this big paleo kind of uprising recently, and I don't like the GOP at all, but some of the guys I see in this paleo movement, I like the stuff they're saying, and they seem to be having success there. So all right. The, the point I was getting at there, excuse me, I, I forgot the point I was, I was actually working towards. <laughs> Dude, you're fine. The reason it's hard to differentiate and the reason a lot of people have success, it's, I don't think it's a honeymoon thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's people have legitimate, genuine success with any diet that is more conscientious than the new American standard of thoughtless, fucking mindless consumption of high fructose corn syrups. Yep. corn syrup products that they sell on television yep. like like you go from that to any fucking kind of eating clean you're yep. gonna have great results yeah you know like any kind of hey you know how i used to just fucking shovel in my mouth whatever people put in front of me and told me to eat and thought i tasted thought tasted good to me uh yeah uh let me think about that for a second need a little bit more kind con- yeah you're gonna have good results so mm-hmm. for a, a lot of these diets yeah again i don't try to deny people but uh, the standard by which we're measuring these diets today is it's a low bar. bar. I want <laughs> I want to set the standard of hey, I'm 40, I'm I'm five, ten and a half, mm-hmm. I'm two fourteen, I'm seven to nine percent body fat, and I have the energy to go and do you know nine hours of manual labor every day or work out my most days when I'm when I'm not doing manual labor, I get up and I do I do a 20 minute abs workout. Or uh, I have this app on my phone that's like how to train yourself to do the splits. It's it's like basically a leg and hip flexibility workout. Sure. I, I'll do that. Most of the time I'll do my abs workout and I go for a run with my dogs. So I'm getting like, you know, 30 to 45 minutes of exercise in the morning and then lifting, you know, I keep my workouts for lifting relatively short, but I start with like 20 minutes of yoga and then I lift like, you know, heavy and I lift up to, 
you know, like six rep max sets usually, but my, my workouts are very simple. Um, and, uh, you know, usually about an hour to an hour and a half of heavy lifting after 20 to 30 minutes of yoga. And I like, I, then I go eat my one feast of the day and it's like, that's, that's it. That's all I need. So, you know, this is the standard that these diets should be measured against. Not, right. hey, how were you before when you were eating junk food all the time versus <laughs> how are you now eating clean my way? Right. You know? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, there are bullshit so, artists out there. I'm right. not selling anything. Which yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Sean Baker. Who you, can, was... you can start doubting me when I start selling shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's fair enough. Um, Sean Baker is 54. By the way, one other thing. You talk about I want to share it. I also more importantly i want to share mushrooms with people i, I have to point out a couple of things about me people don't know including plant-based yeah, yeah it is yeah this it's fungi <laughs> uh this the, the, the two weeks i did in sawatch county jail was for psilocybin possession mm -hmm. and uh i basically beat the charges with the religious defense uh but when it comes down to it anytime the government charges you with a criminal offense they are saying you will plead guilty and you will accept our punishment and if you don't we will assemble a jury of your peers and get their permission to fuck you even harder that's backing up every single threat of a criminal charge against every single american when it's the government versus you and when it comes to mushrooms they can't do that anymore the mushrooms have reached at least one in 12 Americans, and there is not a jury of your peers, at least not in Sawatch County, Colorado, that would convict a veteran getting anti-suicide medication to other veterans. And I readily admitted to intend to distribute, even though they wouldn't really have gotten away with that as a charge because they were capsules in a single bag. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking these mushrooms home to give to other veterans because I care about the veteran suicide epidemic. This is my nonprofit home front battle buddies. Uh, homefrontbattlebuddies.org please check it out we're in a bit of uh, a hiatus turnover right now because our program director is in federal custody due to his involvement with january 6th and the oath keepers which i do not support <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i'm happy now saying um i grow and give away mushrooms here psilocybin mm -hmm. mushrooms if anybody wants to be a part of that um i i will drop my promos before i forget mm -hmm. contact email adam at the freedomline.com and my main destination for all content, telegram, t.me slash Adam versus the man, or you can find me on Twitter. It's the one social media site I'm really personally active on, uh, at Adam Kokesh. And all my video production is on Odyssey at Adam Kokesh. And I'm sure Kyle is the responsible host. We'll have all those links somewhere attached to this file. You know, um, yeah, I know you got to get out of here. And I'm sorry to keep you a little bit longer. I just got two questions and then we'll please, call it Please, make it feel complete for your satisfaction. Yeah, no, no. I, I we'll have to do this again sometime. I had a lot of fun. Um, what does liberty look like to you? A voluntary cooperative society of peace and harmony and mutual respect between all human beings. What does health that's look like to you? Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> Nadia, I think that's all we all want. Um, well, at least us libertarians. Um, what does health look like to you? What does health look like? Um, my selfies. <laughs> <laughs> um, health 
is deliberately being empowered to manage your physical vessel in line with your principles to maximize the exercise of your divine will on earth. Beautiful, dude. We will have to do this again. We need to get to touch foreign policy, and I know you got to go. Um, dude, I've seriously enjoyed the hell out of this. When it comes to foreign policy, my answer is just say no. <laughs> I can't believe that there, are still, there are still human beings on this earth in 2022 who think that politicians and their schemes are worth fighting and dying for. How quaint. Yeah. How sad. How tragic. It's a, it's a very poor situation we're in. Um, you gave your plugs all earlier. Anything you want to say or we can rock and roll? I'll take a big, beautiful hit. <laughs> Peace and love, y'all. Nice. All right, everybody. This is in Liberty and Health. Thanks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.